Put your hands together. 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 Let's hear it for me, Cameron Esposito. Let's hear it for you, the audience. Hey, PYHT listeners, Cammie here. You know what? We had a bit of a snafu. After a bunch of years of doing the dang show, we messed up something recording the intro, and then I was working on new material anyway. So I said, Ryan, you cut that right out of that pod. We don't need some shabby back-and-forth audio because the mic wasn't doing the right thing. So anyway, you're going to get straight to the show. No cami on this one. Enjoy. Well, it's great to see you all. And we've got a wonderful show for you. Are you ready for your next comic? I believe I asked you if you were ready for your next comic. There it is. An old friend of mine, very funny person, very funny. Let's hear it right now for Alice Wetterland. Give it up. Hello. Welcome to the Divorce Wives Club. It's warm in here. Doesn't always smell great, but... My name is Alice Wetterland. Um, Always been my name, and um, it has always sounded like Alice in Wonderland. And uh, I know that, right? Because I have the history of it having been my fucking name my whole life. Uh, And also, I know that Alice Wetterland is a book for children written by a pervert. And so I'm into that, you know. (laughs) Huge. Big thing for me. And uh, but so I, I know that those two things connect because Alice Wetterland sounds like Alice in Wonderland because I can make those connections with my neural pathways that I have. Um, but in case I did not have that capacity, um, lucky me, all my life men have told me <laughs> that my name sounds like Alice in Wonderland. Every time I meet a guy for the first time, he always hears my name and goes, Alice Wetterland. That's, that's your name? <laughs> that sounds like, uh, it's like, it makes me think of Alice in Wonderland. Do you know that? <laughs> and then I always, you know, I always say the same thing. I always go, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god, it sounds the same. That's crazy. How did you notice that? That's crazy. I never noticed that's crazy. You know, because I don't I don't want to make anybody feel bad. You know, I wanted this guy I wanna make him feel good so he doesn't murder me. Um, you know, because like I said, I just met him, you know, he, he might be the bad kind of guy. L- odds are if I just met him, he's probably a comedian, so it could be even worse. <laughs> Than death, you know. You never want to make those male comedians a little mad. <laughs> Gets one time a guy was like, "Did your mom do that on purpose?" And I was like, "No, none, none, none of this was planned." 
Uh, none of this is planned. Me, I wasn't planned. Also, you talking to me, I definitely don't think she planned that. Um, if she could have planned around that, I'm sure she would have. Um, but had, you know, hindsight. Uh, I, uh, speaking of scary predator comedians, I noticed that Louis C.K. was canceled. Big time. Canceled. Canceled. All over the place, except for every club in New York and everywhere else. Um, I called my agent and up, and I, agent and, and uh, I was like, do you know how I get canceled? Because it seems great for your career. I would love to be canceled. Is that how you get passed at the cellar? Because I can't seem to do it. But it just, zoop, right away, boom. He's performing more than ever now. Um, and I got mad about it on Twitter, as I do, I got very mad about Louis C.K. on Twitter uh, because he had a set that was leaked on the internet in which he made fun of the Parkland kids for being lame, for talking to Congress about their school being shot up. And I was very mad about that because I had a similar bit. <laughs> you know, great minds. He, he got to it first, you know. Uh, no, I was pissed about it because it's awful. And then a bunch of people gave me flack for it. They were like, come on, he didn't mean to leak the set. That's not his doing. You don't, you, don't, you don't critique a work in progress. That's against the comedian code. You don't talk about somebody when they're in the middle of something. You wait till the end and criticize it. And I'm like, that's a good point. That's good. That's true. That You don't normally do that. But like, if the beginning of your premise, if your very first morsel of your idea is that kids are lame for talking about how they were shot at, um, maybe don't finish it. <laughs> Do you see how I'm being helpful in that circumstance? Like, it's good to get in on the ground level with that bad premise. Like, that's like if the Declaration of Independence, the first draft was just like, what's up, or something, and somebody came in and they were like, no, don't do that, start, a, start anew, right? Maybe make it totally different than that. Like, the opposite, if we can do that. Like, I feel like I'm being pretty helpful there. Um, then this other guy got mad at me on Twitter. He's like, all right, fine. You have a problem with it, that's fine. But don't do it on Twitter. You're just, you're just trying to get likes and faves. That's all you're trying to do. You're trying to get attention. If you have a problem with a comedian's set, you should take them aside and talk to them about it in private. And I was like, very good idea, guy from the internet. So if anybody knows how to get me in a room alone with Louis C.K., <laughs> um... <laughs> We just have some stuff to talk about, you know. Um, I'm sure it's not going to be a problem at all. just love to get alone in a room with him. Um, so that's what he's good at. I, I like Bernie. Uh, I'm, Bernie Sanders is running again, and um, he's, like, got all these really good ideas, you know, and we all agree, like, he's got amazing ideas. It does seem like those ideas are written on, like, loose pieces of paper in his pockets, but... <laughs> You know, there's something about the man, you know, um, that people are drawn to. And it's the thing is that it's the worst people. And I, I don't mind, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, it's just that I, I, I want everybody to know, and this is going on in the podcast, like, I love Bernie Sanders. I love him so much because I'm afraid not to on the internet. Um, it's like really important that you know that I love him. I'm a huge Bernie stan, Bernie forever, Bernie 20 million, whatever. Um, he's going to live forever. He's like great. 
Um, because Bernie Sanders is like the friend of yours from college who's like cool and you want to invite him to your party, but like he was in a frat, <laughs> you know? And those guys still hang. You know, like they won't go away. You're like, oh, good, let's invite Bernie to the party. And you're like, but will his friends come? And you're like, nah, probably not. And then he shows up and you're like, hey, Bernie, how's it hanging? And his friends are like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's, he's not old. He's great. Fuck you. Rape culture doesn't exist. You're like, whoa, okay. Your friends, your friends are bots. Um, I don't know if you do. You guys know the love languages? They're like, I was, yeah, clapping for that. That's good. They're like, I think it's they're like words of praise, touch, um, acts of service, and what's the other? Quality, Quality time. Yeah. Butt stuff. So, um, and I don't do butt stuff all the time. I am straight, so I have to call it butt stuff. Um, and I do, but I was doing some butt stuff with my boyfriend. He's an ass man. And um, he, uh, it's great. You know, like I like the fact that I do it very infrequently because um, after I do butt stuff, like my poop is scared. <laughs> Like, sure. <laughs> right, that, that tracks, you know. But it's a visual joke, but for <laughs> the podcast listeners, I want to be more specific. So, like, after I have anal sex, like, at the end of the night, like, imagine this is my poop, like, in the middle of the night. Like, I've had anal sex and my poop wakes up and it's kind of like it's like rubbing its eyes you know it's kind of like did you hear something that's crazy I thought I heard no right because this is this is a one way right nothing nothing goes in it's only you know but I thought, I swear to God, I thought, should I get a flashlight? Just check it. I'm just going to check it out. And I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> we, should get, <laughs> we should get Simply Safe. I think we should just get it. Um, yeah. Okay, that's the end of that. That's the end of that. All right. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you for supporting Divorce Wives. Uh, I've been Alice Wetterlin. You clap now. Man, I actually feel like you guys kind of fucked that up a little bit. There was too long of a pause after Alice said her name, and then I came out of that curtain, and and that's not, you know what I mean? That's just not how that's supposed to look. Now you've seen that we're just people walking back and forth through a curtain, you know, but it feels so different when you clap and stuff, and you know what I mean? So anyway, just to, I'm humiliated that you've seen that. That you've just seen that what's happening and been happening the entire time is just a person walking out of a curtain. We add music and clapping so it feels different, but it's the same. It's just walking. I literally can't believe you found this out. Let's hear it for Alice one more time. I just can't believe it. I can't believe you found this out. How's there, how are you doing? How are you doing? How's your day? Yep. 
<laughs> What'd you do today? Yeah? You hung out? Yeah. For the whole entire day? You're on holiday. Where are you here from? Uh, Sydney. Oh, great. And you just, you hung out all day? Yeah. Did you see anything? Yeah. How long are you here? Another week. I mean, I liked it. When did you get here? Uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> I think that you are doing a great job with your life. I've because I think that's an extremely long vacation, and also then that affords you the opportunity to just hang out. I don't know that I've ever just been on vacation and it's like, what'd you do? And you know, and it wasn't like a. Like a camping, because camping is, <laughs> camping is sitting down. I don't know why we pretend that it's a different thing than that. <laughs> oh, I'm going camping. You're sitting down and you don't have a way to go inside. <laughs> but anyway, what a, what a, great. How's it, how's LA? Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Did you plan the entire trip around this show and seeing me here tonight? Yes. <laughs> you know, you're saying that like, like as if that would be wild, but I think just last week, Ryan, do you remember where that person was from? I don't know. It was a different country than the United States. France, that's where it was. She had flown here from France for this show. I said, honestly, prove it to me harder that you wanted to be here. Okay, well, I don't know. How are you doing? Now that's what I'm talking about. No, I mean, you already know how I am. I, t I told you up top. What did you, what did you do today? Okay, so you all are going to have to come up with some shit. You know what I mean? At least a meal you ate. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, what did you, did, when you hung out, was there any, were there any um, specific or distinguishing factors? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm in town from tour. So I, You're in town from tour? Yeah. I played drums. Yeah. So do I. I don't know why that's my response. Is that the weirdest response? But it felt, that's how I felt. When you said that, I was like, so do I. <laughs> me too, me too. Me too. Me too. Actually, all right, I've got a. All right, last year, I was in New York uh, for like the, it was like the Friday before Pride weekend or something. And I was having dinner with somebody and I said... Uh, Haley's name like I just said like I, I can't remember what I was talking about made some joke about how awesome she is you know like mm, like let yeah we're having dinner but this dinner's no Haley Kiyoko something that made more sense than that <laughs> but as as I said her name she walked into the restaurant with like 
the most eclectic posse of people. It was fucking perfect. Everybody's glasses were fucked up. Everybody's like, everybody's wearing like, like I'm wearing a tracksuit, but it's a bow tie. You know, like I can't even explain. Were you at this thing? It was in New York before Pride. Yes. Yeah, I was there. Were you? It was like at a hotel? Maybe not. No, so, it, was like, it was in like just off of Times Square though. Hmm. This was not. This was further this was further south than that. But anyway. Um anyway. So, so here's so here's here's the alright, so she wa- they walk through the thing, like honestly behind the person I'm talking to, which was also very fun, where I was like, it's no like blah blah blah, you know, like hey Lee and then it's just like and I'm like <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, but I am extremely impressive. Uh, turn around, and then and there she was. We laughed, ha 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 ha. They went and got in the elevator. I did something I never do because it was just like a fun night. I went like, I wonder where they went because it wasn't like just Haley by herself. Like I don't think she was staying there. I, it was like this huge group of people, and I was like, if there's a bar upstairs or like a rooftop deck or something, like I think there must be some sort of event there because she's here with like 30 people. I wonder if we can get in. So after dinner, we went to the elevator and uh, the elevator literally was like, there's like a doorman at the elevator or whatever, but I just played it cool and I walked on and uh, was like trying to impress this person I was with, like, like, don't worry about me. I got us on the, and we got uh, up to this, it was like a rooftop deck and we walked out and um, there was a person with like a list <laughs> and uh she said, I was like, I'm going to really, what I'm going to do right now, like, play it cool. We're going to break into this party. <laughs> <laughs> so I approached the person with the list to, like, sort of sidle past them. And they go, oh, my God, Cameron, I'm so glad you got the invitation. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, some, like, pride-sponsored party. Like, like a party where, like, Haley, I think, was being paid to be there, and it was definitely, like, sponsored by, like, a weird thing. Like, like, Squarespace prevents, don't be too square. Like, just, like, a weird, you're like, why is this a thing or whatever? But I, there had, I had, I had been invited and didn't know, so I was like, yes, I agree. You know, and just, like, walked in. They were like, anyway, drinks are, free, you know, on, I just walked in and was like, where, I don't know what I'm at. <laughs> or what I'm endorsing. I was apparently invited to this thing. She had already left, so we didn't get to meet. Um, also, I would, like, literally never approach somebody. That is, I would never do that, you know? Because I just, I wouldn't, I would be too humiliated. I will say, I, this, is how, this is how I set up my meetings with people. I go, bring your drummer, sit him down the front row. <laughs> Okay, fine. God, I can't believe... I can't believe you're offering me everything I want! I'm so glad that's your job. That's awesome. You guys are on break for... You're on tour break right now? Cool. Well, good luck. I hope it's amazing. And also, thank you for talking to me. I, this is tough, you know what I mean? Because now you're the first... You're like, I'm just Australian. You know what I mean? That's tough. You know? <laughs> I'm literally the drummer of one of the lesbians you cited in the opening. And it's like, I'm just not from here. And I'm on an extended holiday. You know, so it's... But I want you to know I appreciate... And everybody's valuable here. But anyway, um, but that, you know, 
Okay. I really have to stop being out here and instead bring on additional comics. Are you ready for additional comics? Keep it going for my friend Cornell Reed. Give it up. Hey, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Cornell Reed. Uh, I play bass for Haley Kiyoko. Um, so nice to be able to be here. We're on break from tour, you know, so. Oh my God, it's you. Hey, she's in my band. That's crazy. Nothing's so great you could come out. I love playing bass for Haley Ki- Kiyoko, right? Yeah. <laughs> We never talk. I just slap on the bass and then go home. You know, that's how we do it. Um, but yeah, she, we got some jams. We got some tours coming up. Be, be sure to, to come out and maybe I can introduce you to Haley and, and our, the rest of the gang. Um, the accordion player, the flutist, you know, all the, all the other people that make Haley Haley. You know what I mean? The person who does paintings of like a reggae lion on the side of the stage, I can introduce you to him. <laughs> all my experiences from reggae shows I've been to. The guy who waves the Jamaican flag at all the Haley Kiyoko shows, he'll, he'll be there. You have free dreads for the first 50 people that come in the audience. We won't dread your hair, we'll just give you a bag of dreads <laughs> we found on the ground at, at other shows. So come on by. Um, we do nitrous before every show um, and during. Um, <laughs> come on, by. all right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm Cornell. I am a straight white male. I gotta be honest. It's hard for us straight white males to get an opportunity these days. You know what I mean? In 2019, like. I don't know if you know, but I had to pay Cameron $3.7 billion just to get on this show tonight, you know? That's like one-fifth of my inheritance, you know? It's like, thank God my dad's still working. (laughs) Or else I'd only have four shows left. I can't be paying $3.7 billion every show. No, I, um, that's not, no, that's true. Um, uh, I am a single, I'm a single cuckold. Um, I'm looking for someone to fuck my wife, but I just don't have a wife yet. Um, <laughs> you guys know what cuckolds are? I think I just explained it. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. You gotta get in a long-term relationship with someone, then get married, and then find a guy off Craigslist willing to have sex with your wife. All right, um, I just keep digging in that one. Um, I'm feeling good, personally. I just found out what the term "motion of the ocean" means. It, 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 you know, the it doesn't matter the size of the boat; it's the motion of the. I just found out what that meant. You know, it means it doesn't matter if I have a small dick. It's how I use it, you know? I always thought it meant it doesn't matter if I have a small dick. We're abandoned at sea. That's what I always thought it meant. Why are we talking about my dick right now? Let's get help. Uh, I hate the song Snake Charmers. Play to charm snakes. Why is it just that one song? You know what I mean? 
That song's been at the top of the snake billboard charts for like 500 years. Snakes don't like any other song? Snakes hear another song like, mm, I like it, but am I charmed by it? I don't know. Come on, snakes. Open up your horizons. You know what I'm saying? Are you guys feeling me on this one? That's what's wrong with snakes. And that's why I'm pro-global warming. Because <laughs> I don't like these snakes not opening up their music. Listen to Come See Me Play Bass, baby. You'll be charmed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not pro-global warming. I'm trying to, you know, be better about taking care of the Earth. Um, you know, trying to push Earth's existence to 2053 or something, you know. Uh, but it's like... I don't know. What am I going to do? Stop taking my trash to the beach? Where's it go then? You know? Um, I think scientists uh, need to do a better job of figuring out how to fix this. You know? There's two things going on with, with Earth. First, all our animals are dying. Start adapting, bro. It's called Darwin. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a fish can't figure out how to use a plastic bag it finds in the ocean? That's my fault? That's not my fault. Figure it out, you dumbass fish, you know? If I was a bird and I got my head caught in one of those six soda ring things, I would just find five of my best bird buds and we'd link up and fucking party all the time, you know? Scientists need to need to fix it too, right? Wouldn't that be cool if scientists just figured it out for us? <coughs> I mean, we have a lot of scientists. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of scientists. We have scientists working at Cheez-Its Crackers today, right now, trying to make a crispier, cheesier cracker. They're fine, dude. Our Earth is melting. You know what I'm saying? Wait. Maybe focus on that. Put the cheeses down. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, I, I uh, you know, there's been a lot of like, I feel like a lot of women are becoming pro- like get really getting into witch shit and, and I'm all for it. I think it's dope, but I hear a lot of guys talking shit on witches now. And that is some bullshit. Uh, I would never talk shit on witches, ever, ever, because I believe in witches, and I don't want my head to roll off of my shoulders, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I would not shit on witches. I just think it's sexist, really, to shit on witches, because you don't hear any of these guys shitting on witches also shitting on wizards. Oh, what, just because it's an old white man doing magic, it's chill? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Fuck all wizards, okay? <laughs> and their stupid staffs and their robes with stars on them. You're corny as fuck, wizards. Get out of town. I hate all wizards. They're not even real. Witches are real, okay? You know how I know? because there were never any wizard trials. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, that's it for me. I'm Cornell Reed. Thank you. Tomboy X makes damn fine, gender-inclusive, comfortable underwear that fits your body and how you see yourself. 
And in celebration of Pride Month, Tomboy X has done it again with their new Rainbow Pride collection. Oh, look, I honestly wear Rainbow Pride Tomboy X undies every night to go to sleep. They're extremely comfortable. And when I look down, I remember, hey, I'm gay. But you could also check out their soft bras, their new swimsuit collection, their pullover hoodies. They've got sizes extra small to 4X, and it feels good knowing that when you shop at Tomboy X, you're aligned with a company that celebrates all things LGBTQIA. Show your pride with the Rainbow Collection at Tomboy X. Go to TomboyX.com slash PYHT, enter PYHT, and get an extra 15% off your first order. Again, get an extra 15% off when you enter PYHT at TomboyX.com slash PYHT. That's TomboyX.com slash PYHT. Give it go for Cornell! That's right. I hope those people, I, I don't, I'm not talking shit about you. You could probably still hear me, but I hope that those people left the show because it's 848. And in my mind, I like thinking that they thought this was a 45 minute show. <laughs> They're like, honestly, it's going over. Didn't you say this was a 45 minute show? Well, I guess we'll just leave. We have dinner reservations at nine. <laughs> we thought it would be a 45 minute show. <laughs> Did you guys get here late, right? Did you have a plan with them? Where you were like, we'll take the first part of the show, you take the second part of the show. We don't want to see the whole show, that we fucked up. You're extremely zealous. The rest of the audience, this is the kind of energy I'm looking for. Leaned forward, smiling. She's been laughing a lot the whole time. Really an anchor for me and for all the comics. And some of you are doing fine, but I just want you to know this is what you're this is what you're shooting for. Also, this person, you, yes, you've been. Nope, don't look away. It's you. Nope, not you. No, it's not you. It's you. Right on the end, you. You've been great during the whole show. You know what? Sometimes it's important to individually point out audience members. Say, continue to do what you're fucking doing. See, what I like about this person, what I've noticed is that this person is a turn to the person next to you to. St- for agreement person, which I fucking love. That's one of my top favorite, and this is a lean-in person. So there's a lot of different ways you can watch stand-up, but each of them are valuable. See, one of them is, see what she's bringing, is like a... (laughs) Give the jokes here! (laughs) And then what this person is doing, a little bit more of like a... You know what I mean? So one of them is more, uh, you know, you to me, and one of them is more, you know, but I'll accept all, I will accept both of those answers. They're both correct. (laughs) And I will say there are not, not too many people, but there are a few people really fucking it up with the sort of. (laughs) You know what I mean? And there are people bringing that and that's not, you know. Uh, it's not, you're not bad people, but you're doing, but you're doing bad things. <laughs> hey, Cameron, speaking of shows, your reviews of Gentleman Jack are fantastic. Yeah. Number one, I agree that my reviews of Gentleman Jack are fantastic. Number two, 
I, you are a confident person. Also, I just want you to know that with my own audience, like, like, have I, hey, when's the last time I was, uh, someone called me a dyke? It was at Boston Calling Music Festival last year. I want you to know I've been heckled by people saying real terrible things. But I also want you to know that over the um, 15 years that I've been doing comedy professionally, I have worked very hard to create a safe and loving audience. And now when I'm heckled by my own audience, it's just a clearly delivered statement of compliment. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And even with drawing me in at the beginning, hey Cameron, you know what I mean? There are, I have, there are times in my life that I have failed and things I have done wrong. But if I can just say, have I created the shows that I have always wanted to perform at? Absolutely. Where my references are relevant in the audience's lives. Where some people come late, others leave early, everybody feels fine. Nobody's even mad. Where some people spit, hey, I like this other thing you do. And I, you're you're welcome. Those were well written. Well, we've got a great rest of the show. Now I'll say this, please keep this full sentence long compliments just for your baby Cammy. Because you don't want to fuck with the other comics, but you can yell them as the, as the other comic leaves. You can say, I loved that. I didn't know you before this, but I loved it. Or you could say, you have always been one of my favorite, but not during, you know, because these are the guests. <laughs> are you ready for this next comic? It is their first time on the show. When someone's first time, we welcome them with tremendous energy. Let's hear it right now from Dominique Jellin. And that was a great heckle. I can, that's a heckle I can only aspire to. <laughs> hey, Dom, your shirt doesn't look weird. Um, <laughs> it totally fits. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm actually, I'm visiting from Oakland, uh, California. Yeah! I love being in Oakland. I, uh, because I'm there, I take the train everywhere. I walk everywhere. So I got a knife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to feel safe, you know what I mean? And I was telling my friend about it, and that's a lie. It was my therapist. Uh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> I was telling my therapist about it, and she was like, you know, that seems a little extreme, seems kind of violent. She goes, have you considered purchasing mace? And I was like, oh, yeah. Um, that's why I got the fucking knife. Uh, <laughs> and if you're not sure, of course, mace is the one where you spray somebody in the face and then run away. Uh, and I hate running um yeah (laughs) oh my god thank you i shouldn't have to do it uh (laughs) it's the worst i hate running for a number of reasons number one cardio is the devil uh (laughs) number two i got bad knees uh yeah well because anybody who's like 0.5 pounds overweight has bad knees um i guarantee you it is a design flaw of knees uh (laughs) Yeah, I'm not impressed, you know? Because uh, if I were to use maze, what would happen is, like, I'd spray somebody, and then my dumb ass would be on the ground mm, half a block later, you know? Because my kneecap popped that day. Like, I can't... 
the best I could hope for would be to spray somebody and then power walk away. Yeah, and hope that they're not jogging. Uh, I don't, you know, so I got the knife. You know, I'll stab and stroll. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also got the knife for cat collars. Um, cat collars, can't wait to stab you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's like, we're going stabbing later. Yes, you and me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I will say the last time that I got cat called was like a little, like my fault. Uh, air quotes around my fault. I, I was smiling um, in public. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's for sure against the rules. Um, I was, and then not only was I smiling, but I looked up from my phone and I made eye contact. Yeah, with a stranger, you know? I might as well have put his dick in my mouth. Uh, I'm not proud. Uh, I, but I will say the other time that I got catcalled was less my fault. Um, the back of my hand grazed that of a stranger's, and I was gonna keep walking, because that's how adulthood and anxiety work. Um, but it turns out that my new friend uh, had neither of those problems, okay? Because as I was walking away, I felt his fingers close around my hand. Thank you, what the fuck, right? And immediately my brain was like, this isn't real. And I was like, that's not helpful. Um, yeah, thank you. Right, because when you have anxiety, you're always like at least three people. Um, and... So, but I finally got it together and I looked at him and I was like, uh, I'm sorry, because uh, that's how I start all my sentences. Um, <laughs> I go, I'm sorry, do I know you? And he looked up at me, he goes, girl, you could. What? Oh my God, I know, I know. I was so mad at how hilarious that is. Um, uh, it's so fun, like here, like, all of us were trying to write jokes for you, that dude is just grabbing us on trains, being hilarious, you know what I mean? Like. Fuck that guy. I, <laughs> I was blown away. Honestly, I was so blown away. I wish I could tell you that he and I are friends now. You know what I mean? That we like moved in together and have three kids and a fence for no reason. You know? But I stabbed him in the neck. Um, so, oh! Thank you. Thank you. We can high five. We can high five. Buy a knife. Buy a knife. Oh my God. I'm trying to get sponsored by a knife company. I don't even know what the fuck a knife company is. Remember when we all sold knives in high school? Who was that? Sponsor me. Um, I... <laughs> No, but I, I do love being in Oakland. I, um, it's not where I grew up. I grew up in Miami. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you know this about Miami, but over there, all of our white people uh, are Cuban. Um, <laughs> facts. Um, by the way, just full disclosure, I am going to make fun of white people for the next, uh, this whole time. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, no, I, you know, that's where I grew up. And then I came out to California a number of years ago. And now everywhere I look, it's like organic, you know, free range white people. Uh, <laughs> everywhere. Oh my God. I love it. I feel like an anthropologist, you know, because <laughs> I'm studying you guys, but like in your natural habitat, you know, but I live in Oakland, so it's not your natural habitat. Like, you know. <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel like I'm learning a lot. Like, before I moved out here, I had never heard of aioli. Uh, <laughs> I'm not here to knock aioli, all right? That shit's delicious. Congrats, you got one. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Spread it around. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I love it because it's clear to me that you guys had a meeting. Uh, 
you know, and somebody stood up one day when they're like, one thing, you know, we will put spices on one thing. <laughs> and it's fucking mayonnaise. Um, how on brand, you know? <laughs> I do love it. But I also know that you guys are learning because I got out here and people were like, oh, you're Haitian? Oh, we don't know where Haitia is. Uh, <laughs> I want you guys to know that things have to happen multiple times for them to end up in my jokes. Uh, and, <laughs> and it's fine. You know, you adapt. So, like, I've learned that if it's not on a hiking map, it's like it's not real out here. So, <laughs> I just, some of you did not like that. They're like, we love Joshua Tree. Fuck you. Um, fuck you, too. I don't care. I, uh, no, I'm kidding. You guys are great. Um, and I, I, I feel like I also want to clarify, because sometimes I do these jokes, and people are like, oh, she hates us. I'm like, no, white people, I do not hate you, all right? I don't hate white people. I'm just okay with everybody going home and wondering whether or not that's true. Uh, my name is Dominique John. Thank you so much. Good night. Let's hear it for Dominique. Woo, we got two comics left. How do you feel about two more comics? I don't know what, you know what I just did? It was a mistake. My, a little bit of my hair fell down and I felt like I had to push it back. Look, I'm still trying to, your hair changes te texture and you have to switch up your products and, you know, sometimes people will say to me on the road, if they're meeting me after a show, they'll go, oh, do you even, what do you even, do you even put anything in your hair? That's just, what a joke question. What are you talking about? <laughs> put nine things in my hair. <laughs> This is not what hair does. No one's hair does this. This is not hair. That well, and certainly not th this white person. You know what I mean? White people have going straight down hair, uh, and this hair seems to be going in a in an interesting way. Um, anyway, so what happened was the kind of one small piece sort of fell into my eye and. So what I so that created the situation where I asked you if you had space for two more comics, and a rousing round of applause happened, and then I waited until uh, that had totally stopped, and you'd gone ahead and really calmed down. And and what I should have done, and this is just the kind of the level of honesty that you can expect from me. I have this new new joke that I've been working on about how my favorite GIF, uh, yeah, that's where I stand on that. My favorite GIF. <laughs> about divorce is the, is the one where Angela Bassett, she tosses the match over the shoulder and she's walking away smoking a cigarette. You know what I'm talking about. There's a white sports car burning. Do you know what I'm talking about, this gif? Do you know what I'm talking about? Clap if you know what I'm talking about. That should be all of you. So some of you have made a mistake. Um, very good. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Angela Bassett's burning up like her husband's car and it's, you know, it's confusing. What am I supposed to do right now? Who am I supposed to be right now? The things that I, uh, the way I understand divorce, literally the first wives club is honestly, like Alice said it, but that's straight up, if I think of divorce, that's my first thing. Who am I in that movie? Which of the people am I? I don't ever pose a question without having an answer. Wardrobe-wise, Diane Keaton, attitudinally, Bette Midler, and the breasts of Goldie Hawn. Anyway, but... <laughs> Then this, then this GIF, that's what I think of, this GIF. How does that relate to my life? California's a 50-50 property state. It's my own fucking car. I'm not going to burn up my own goddamn fucking car. 
There's not even a Beyonce song for this moment. There's no, it's not like, bring your, bring your girlfriends over. Get your girlfriends. Get your girlfriends over. Put your, yeah, Kevin. <laughs> That's not even, I don't have girlfriend. I just have a mutual society of non-binary people. Do you know what I mean? It's just a pile of they's that are like, actually, we can see both sides, so fuck you. <laughs> You know how lonely it is to exist beyond the edge of, the, of Beyonce's catalog? To just be out there in the wind? tell you about a brand new podcast on Earwolf, Best Friends with Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda. You probably know Nicole from her podcast appearances or from Bailed It on Netflix or from being somebody I know. I, I know that's how I know Nicole. And of course, you know Sashir from Saturday Night Live and also from being someone I know. Like, that's how I know Sashir. Best Friends is a podcast about best friendship. Simple as that. Nicole and Sashir chat with each other and other best friends and answer friendship questions from listeners. Everyone has a best friend, and if you don't have one, you can still have this podcast. Find best friends in your podcast app now and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. started and and really stoked to have him on the show tonight let's hear right now for joel kim booster give it up for joel um how is your life uh my life is good yeah i'm um you know i'm on the road a lot right now which is good and also sad because i like to be in la when it's nice and warm out and all my friends are on instagram you know by pools and social media has made it so that we are all aware of what each other is doing at all times and uh, made it incredibly easy to feel sad when you're also in a cool spot but alone i feel like i don't know this so forgive me if it's incorrect is this your have you toured a lot this is, I would say, I started like touring, going out on the road. I, I first started headlining in 2016, right after my first Conan. And it was pretty sporadic, and it was mostly colleges. And this is the first year that it's really flipped from um, colleges to now mostly clubs and like one-off like venues. That's what I would have, nice. that's what I would have said, was yeah. that you were like in the first year of doing that. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I, I will just say, uh, that doesn't get easier. Like summer is a it's a very funny entry point to be like mm, my friends are in uh, bathing suits and everything but like um you kind of miss a lot of shit you kind of miss your friends and people's lives and stuff it is like a weird uh it is a weird existence it is a weird existence how are you doing out there how are you staying sane out there um well right now i'm actually like it's it's helpful because I'm like in a very nice and even emotional part like place in my life for the first time in a long time. Like I'm genuinely pretty happy. 
the big thing is I'm really like happy being alone right now, like romantically. Like I think for so long I've I've like I don't know built people up in cities that I don't live in or I'm not in to like sort of be like an anchor for me like just constantly in texting relationships while I'm on the road which is like bad I don't think it's it's ultimately bad to fall in love with someone over text because you're not really falling in love with that person um and so right now like I don't know I'm just like having a lot of fun and like feeling pretty like happy being solitary and so it's a good it's a good time for this to be happening I think that's awesome what a hey man deep chats deep chats deep chats by the fridge yeah thank you Joel keep it going for Joel and how about everybody else you've seen so far what so far that's the whole thing Thank you so much for being here. I'm Cameron Esposito. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together! Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.